Hello and welcome to another One Up Pod review where the two wrestling fans of the pod are here to take a look at WWE 2K22. My name is Macho Man Chip Thompson. I am your host for this look at the latest <laughs> grappling game, and I am joined by Andy Hitman Shaw. Thank you for that, actually. I, I'm just so flattered you chose Brett the Hitman Hart for me. <laughs> I've forgotten to do my fuckers intro. I'm just so <laughs> overwhelmed by it. Uh, well, I workshopped a few of them, and I was like, do you know what? Hitman kind of works. Yeah, and I thought you'd like that as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> well, like me, Andy, I think you've been a wrestling fan since you were a wee nipper. Um, but there's one thing I think I've ever asked you is how did you actually get into wrestling? I'm not entirely sure how, but I remember we had like a satellite TV or some cable or something, whatever the thing before Sky was, and mm. we got uh, some WWF shows. I can't remember what precisely, but I do remember very distinctly it was around the time of like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. Bret Hart was just starting to rise up. Monday Night Raw times, hadn't started yet, so it was like... I think my first proper WrestleMania was six. Oh, with the Warrior and Hogan. Yeah, I nice. was a big, I was a big Ultimate Warrior fan. Time was just a bastard to me on that one. <laughs> but then, if I liked Hulk Hogan, same thing. I didn't there's no way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I was a huge Hulkamaniac when I was a kid. Because um, it was my uncle that got me into wrestling. Yeah. Um, he was a huge fan, and I just remember being with him and watching it. Um, since about 1990, so probably about the same time as you actually. Then. Yeah. Because um, I remember um, Earthquake like crushing Hulk Hogan and being like absolute floods of tears. <laughs> Whereas like yeah. nowadays, I would just cheer that. Yeah, I do. I do remember that uh, when the Undertaker uh, debuted, I was terrified of him because I, I did sincerely believe wrestling was a shoot <laughs> at that point, yeah. and mm-hmm. so I, d- I did think this this zombie man was a real zombie man, <laughs> and I was very, very intimidated by him. Well, he was very different back then, wasn't he? Because he literally yeah. played a zombie. Yeah. So as, you know, young kids, I think that's okay that we believe that and still do to this day. Yeah. I, I, now, I no longer believe that Hulk Hogan took vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> he took something, all right. He took something, but it wasn't, wasn't those yeah. things. Most of it went up his nose or injected into his arm, I think. Um, allegedly? Do we need to say that? I think allegedly, yes. Yeah. We don't want to get gawked here. oh let's not get into the Hulk Hogan sex tape (laughs) no please (laughs) we should review that one day no um... (laughs) different podcast I think (laughs) and one final thing before we start the actual review is um, obviously we had Wrestlemania recently um, and Mark Wahlberg was there I loved (laughs) my butt off (laughs) what weird and unexpected crossover of our interests Um, at least it wasn't Donnie Well, I thought we'd begin this review uh, by not talking about 2K22, actually, because I don't think we can actually discuss that game without discussing its previous effort, which was (laughs) WWE 2K20. Yes, they missed an entire year because that game was a fucking dumpster fire. (laughs) It was just literally riddled with bugs and glitches. The gameplay was slow and sluggish and, you know, the creation suite uh, suite barely worked. It was a fun time all round, and I think the impact it had on 2K's reputation... um, was nearly disastrous uh, and I think 2K22 has become really yeah, hugely make or break for them 
So, Andy, how much of uh, 2K20 did you actually play? Not a lot, really. I think it, like, it was, wasn't the glitches, really, that got to me. Like, the 2K games always have glitches. That wasn't the thing. It was the story mode that really fucked me off. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'll put up with a lot of shit with wrestling. I've been watching it since I was a child. Like, there's a lot of stupid shit in wrestling. It's a, whole, it's a fucking carny show. That's fine. Like, I can tolerate that. But the fucking story mode in 2K20 was just painful. Yeah, like, like some some past story modes have been really shitty, banal sort of thing. I could get with that because it felt like it existed within a wrestling show. This fucking story, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> fucking Samoa Joe had a bionic arm at some point. Yeah, he sure did, didn't he? Fuck that was hell. a thing that happened. Because uh, I played that on Twitch yes. and couldn't finish it. That's how bad it was. I I think we got quite close because I played it with my um with my roommate. And we, I think we got so close to actually finishing the story, but we got to a point where we were just like, we don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. It just, it got past that point where it was beyond a joke and it was just painful and horrible to play. It was written by people that had never seen wrestling, I think. Yeah. Like, I, I remember your streams and, uh, like, I'm usually quite happy to say I'm a wrestling fan around people that don't like wrestling. I'm, I don't have any shame about that just because of all the joy that it's brought me in my life, but 2K20, fucking hell. Just, like, just watching you playing that with your housemate, it it made me embarrassed, because like, if this is how people that are on the outside are experiencing wrestling for like the first time properly, that just puts it in such a bad light. It just makes it makes us feel look really fucking stupid. It'd be like if like WWE booked a WrestleMania, the way they book Monday Night Raw usually. They, they have to put on a really good front when all the most eyes possible are on them and a video game is one of those things you cannot fuck about with a wrestling video game because casual fans will play it and they will see and they'll think this is fucking stupid i'm glad i haven't, <laughs> I'm glad I haven't watched wrestling since i was like 10 or something it's just really fucking painful like oh, it really fucked me off that game and it, i didn't miss 2k like in 2021 I just thought mm. I was quite happy to skip that entirely. Yeah, and uh, there was just almost no redeeming features to it because not only was it shit, but it was broken as well. And mm -hmm. I can't think of two worse combinations. Like 2K19 wasn't great, but it looks like a masterpiece compared to this because it worked for the yeah. most part uh, and it was fun to play. And 2K20 had none of this. Do you want to know something really gross? Yes. I put 504 hours into 2K20. Fucking hell, man. Good. Yeah, I deserve the hate. I, I suffered Ooh. through it because I like to have a wrestling game on the go. So I just kind of pushed through. Yeah. For yeah, two I, years I, I played that fucking game. I, I, I can get that. If there's nothing else there, and like that's the game you've got available. The most up-to-date game you've got available. I can, I can kind of see it, but Jesus. Yeah. It took a lot of using my own kind of imagination and stuff to make it kind of work and playable. But I'm, I'm going to sort of uh, talk about that a bit more as we get into 2K22. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 2K20 was awful and I had a lot of dread about 2K22. Um, some of the things they said in the lead up were quite promising, but also kind of worrying at the same time. So yeah, against my better judgment, I did pre-order it because I was looking forward to having a new wrestling game. Um, and one of the things they kind of pushed about 2K22 was the kind of big overhaul with the gameplay and the other kind of changes that they made. Um, I feel like 2K made a conscious effort to update and simplify the gameplay. 
Um, you know, the controls now have like a light and heavy strike attacks and you do a grapple this time to initiate light or heavy grapple attacks. Yeah. Um, there's been some other changes to the control scheme and I was a bit worried about that at first, but I was really happy because I found that I adapted to the new controls really quickly um, and I like them too. Uh, they lead to a lot more kind of interesting matches that don't just come down to who can make their opponent run out of reversals the quickest. And everything within the actual matches and the gameplay, it just seems to connect better. There's a flow to the encounters and it's just way more fun to play. As a wise man once said, it's all about the game and how you play it. So, <laughs> I just... Except when he got the lyrics wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, I think it was a lot easier for me to get into the new system because I... I did not put 500 hours into 2K20. <laughs> oh, my uh, shame. So I, I really got just... And there's a really comprehensive tutorial available if you need a little bit of help understanding things, but I got into it really quickly. And it, like you say, it's a lot better. It's It seems a lot easier to like link up moves and create fun, fluid sequences with like yeah. a lot of different attacks and reversals. It's not like limiting how many reversals you can do. You could... You could just have a fucking back and forth reversal fun if you wanted. It's, it's. I think it's easily the best 2K era game to play. Yeah, I think so. I do have some criticisms, um, but I think in terms of the actual kind of just basic, you know, pick up controller and play it, it yeah. is the best for that. Yeah, I think for like pure gameplay, it's my favourite, and it's it's a lot easier to have really good organic, entertaining matches that I would actually enjoy to watch on TV. I don't care what the star rating systems say in the game. I had like a fucking corker of a match with Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens, and they gave me yeah. two stars that pricks. Fuck it's off. Fucking like Meltzer depressed or something like that. Like they're really <laughs> not fair to those matches. Really harsh. Like just yeah. because I didn't do every single move in my arsenal. Like I, I did. There was some really fun fucking kickouts and stuff like that. It was good. Nah, I don't care. Nah, rubbish, mate. Rubbish. Minus three stars. <laughs> It's, it's frustrating. But speaking of frustrating, one of the things I do not like are the multi-man ladder matches. Um, oh, they're always a pain in the ass, to be fair. Oh, but this, honestly, this year, it is the worst I think I've ever played in a wrestling series. Like, you can have an opponent and they'll take the sickest bump off, like, the top of a ladder, through a bloody table that's on fire with, like, a nuke underneath it, and they'll just pop straight back up and knock you off the ladder that you're trying to climb. Uh, giving you no chance to win the match. Yeah. Um, plus, if there's like other bodies in the ring, it's such a pain to get the ladder in the right position, which has always been a thing for yeah. 2K games. Um, but it feels worse again this year. And if you do manage to get it in the right place, like someone, like a gentle breeze will come through the arena and the ladder will just go flying oh, yeah. back down again. The second someone um, brushes against it, the thing flies off and you're like, oh, you fucking bastard. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I really don't like it. I love playing ladder matches in the previous games, but I'm avoiding them this year. I really, really don't like them. I don't um, I don't I mind uh, fix. I don't mind the one on one ladder matches, but yeah. the money yeah, in the bank fun. matches are just a war of attrition. You just have to keep <laughs> oh going God. until everybody's <laughs> fucking knackered and then just yeah. take your take your shot basically. And they go on forever they as do. well. They, they just do. don't end. Oh my god. So um If yeah, I play in like if I'm, if I'm playing like universe mode I just choose the winner because I don't want to play them. I just want somebody to have the money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> oh, you just sim it. That's a really good idea, actually. I just, I just, I just, yeah, I just pick which person I wanted to have the briefcase because I don't want to have to fight for like an hour trying to win the fucking <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, you don't mind not winning, but you want to feel like the game is giving you half a chance and not just screwing you over. At every, it's like Montreal times seven. Yeah. 
I mean, I won every ladder match I had, but it took forever to get there. It was yeah. an absolute chore. That That's the one game mode I don't enjoy playing. I, I enjoy yeah. all the other ones, like, but that's absolute pain in the ass. Which is a shame because there's such a, an important thing in wrestling, you know, especially you want those types of matches to be fun because they're the most fun to play. So um, yeah. it's a shame that they're not this year. I've had a lot of trouble with those Money in the Bank matches in past games, though, but this felt particularly like they amped up all the other opponents strength just so they'd give up more competition and it, i'd rather them just be a bit of a pushover for me just to make it a bit <laughs> yeah. quicker yeah yeah exactly um i do think it looks great though especially oh, on the yeah. ps5 yes uh like i found 2k20 was a bit of a mixed bag in terms of the graphics because some of the models looked really cool and amazing but others especially the women wrestlers Oof, yeah they, they looked like unfinished putty patrol goons from the power rangers sometimes. <laughs> just completely yeah. like smoothed out no features and they just had like the correct hair yeah i do think the new graphics engine's really good like aside mm. from i think it's like a really cursed looking beth phoenix in the my rise mod <laughs> every other it's character model looked really good like you could you could nearly taste the sweat on bobby lashley's scalp it was that detailed oh. it was it was so i really i was really impressed with the visuals because a lot of the past games, even when they bumped up a generation, they've not felt genuinely like, like an advancement in the like along with the technology. It just mm -hmm. this time it re they really did look like who they were supposed to be, and it looked detailed and textured and like authentic. It's the first time I felt that in especially the 2K era games. Yeah, and it applies to a lot of like the arenas and stuff as well. The crowd looks pretty cool this year. Yeah, the weapons look really good. They sustain damage when you use them like over time, um, and it's it's just little details like that, which is, I, I think, a lot of the time wrestling games, they don't kind of graphically look as good as a lot of the current gen games on whatever system you're playing at yeah. the time. Um, whereas this looks like a, a a big step up, and you know the presentation is a big thing in WWE, so this makes I think such a huge difference. Yeah, definitely. Well, one of the things 2K22 has to offer is a variety of game modes. We've touched upon some of them in our chat so far. Um, so you're never really short on content, depending on how you want to play the game. Um, so I thought we'd just go through some of these modes and, you know, give some positives or negatives and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with My Rise, considering we've already spoken about the story mode in 2K20 <laughs> and all that bollocks yeah. <laughs> um it is a lot better this year um i don't think it's perfect which is i think something i'm going to say a lot about the game yeah uh, as we review it um and i'm i'm only a little bit way into it i'm not out of nxt just yet um because i found the first part it does drag a little bit before you kind of get into some of the stories and that sort of thing yeah like when you're at the performance center but it's not 2k20 samoa joe doesn't turn up with a metal arm so far uh so yeah i'm enjoying it I can spoil it. He, he does not have a metal arm in at oh, any point in the game. Christ. Thank God. Is it a leg? Is he come back with a leg? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking. It, it, I am like really surprised by how good my rise mode is. I was expecting mm. it to be a really cringy, linear, overwritten pile of shit like 2K20 or like something along those lines. But I really like how flexible it is once you get into the main game. Mm. Like you can choose like side quests and stuff. Like there's main stories you can pick up in the GM's office. Or on your Twitter app, but there's also you can go over places and like pick up random feuds with people, or just pick up like exhibition matches to like build up your XP and things like that. I, I like I like that there's a lot of choice in how you can play the game. Yeah, uh, like every arc's like pretty short and sweet. It feels a lot more like a wrestling show because there are multiple arcs and feuds that will span yeah. your career. 
and you can change alignments, which I really like. Yeah, it, it gives that replay value because there's a men's and a women's story as well. Yeah, um, I've only tried the men's one so far, but I like that there's that replay value to it as well. Because like you know, here comes the pain was a lot like that with its story mode, where you could play it so many times to get so many different outcomes to the stories that were unfolding. I like that. I can also like that with the turning face or heel thing, you can do it within a match depending on how you behave like it's not just a yeah. it's not just an option we say i want to be a heel now and like you change you can if you go too far during a match it will change your alignment just like that it feels really like it's a nice way of organically controlling your career and i like the fact that losing a match doesn't mean you necessarily have to redo a scene oh my there's a God, lot yeah there's a lot of matches where if you lose your story just goes in a different direction rather yeah, than 2k20 yeah 2k20 i remember was it the ladder match that you just kept losing <laughs> something yeah. like that and you just had to keep playing it over and over and over again i'd forgotten about that it Why was did you bring that it was demoralizing <laughs> I, I suffered too i wasn't even playing the fucking thing uh, i mean the hardest thing about that is because i was streaming on my playstation to my pc so i could stream it was i had a slight delay as well so if like everything for like reversals and moves and stuff was just always like a second off yeah that's pretty bad for the uh unhooking the briefcase mechanic uh -huh. yep yeah. Oh, let, can we move? I don't want to think about that anymore. <laughs> no. Um, who was your character in My Rise? Who did you create? What was their gimmick? Oh, what the fuck did I call him? I can't. I think I called him like the All American Ace Austin at start because I made him a nice. bit of like a Kurt Angle type, like had an yeah. MMA background, very grapply. And then as my career, as I moved to, I think when I moved to SmackDown, I pivoted to more of like a Cody Rhodes style because you can adapt, you can like edit your character on the fly. Yes, you and can, change yeah. the move set and all that stuff. So I started changing how you looked and how he behaved, and then when I got to Raw, I got in a feud with like Seth Rollins, and I kind of moved into more of like a Crow era Sting and Kane Ooh. hybrid, and had more high impact moves. I just liked the way that you could control your journey, change gimmicks yeah. and stuff like that. It felt a lot more like a genuine wrestling career. I like that. That's really cool. That feels like a proper history of uh, an actual wrestler. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I did eventually hit the end game for that guy. Uh, I think you beat John Cena in a match. That's the big end story. But okay. it doesn't really make it clear that that's the end game at first until you get you get like a text message from Vince McMahon saying, like, congratulations, you're in the elite club now. You can jump to any brand you want like without having to do all this story stuff i thought it was gonna go really like realistic it's like you're elite you can join aew now <laughs> you're fired <laughs> yeah I, I, once i got to the end game i moved to like a female creator wrestler um mm. playing more of a powerhouse role because there's not a lot of those in the division so i thought that'd be kind of cool uh, i've already turned heel and i've got a weird like kabuki warrior makeup thing going on now excellent Wait, i i really like how fluid the my rise mode is in how you can like just weave around your career change things up add new moves change your gimmick entirely it's really i, I really enjoy it I, I do think it adds a lot of replay value to this mode yeah i'm looking forward to trying um the women's stories and trying as a heel as well because my guys are face at the moment so yeah. yeah yeah i'm looking forward to playing it some more well we also have um my faction mode which is something i haven't spent a lot of time <laughs> playing because it involves a lot of multi-person tag matches which also kind of suck um they, they can be as frustrating as the ladder matches sometimes and it's like a card trading type game where you buy packs of cards and you get wrestlers and boosts and you use them to fight other teams um it's kind of a cool concept but it, much like ultimate team in like fifa it's just it isn't for me i tried it once i opened the cards i got with the pre-order and saw that there were like six person tags and eight person tags and i was like nah mate i'm good thank you <laughs> i i 
I'm going to look like a very bad reviewer here. Like, I loaded it up, realized it was card-based, and I just closed it. So, fuck, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, don't, I don't like Gwent, and I know Gwent is like critically Whoa. acclaimed and stuff. That I, can't, I don't on. have time for card shit. Just, it's, it just, There's always tune time out. for Gwent. I know, I know you and Becky love Gwent, but I just... I don't have time for card stuff in my games. It's just, I don't, it just, I blank. I can't do it. It's just, it's like some people can't play rhythm games or stuff like that. It's just one yeah. thing that yeah. my brain just goes like just white noise and I can't focus. <laughs> cool. So that's our review of my faction. <laughs> play it. Recommended. Yes, absolutely. Well, no, not really. I don't no. like it. So one recommendation and one not. No. Um, well, then we have universe mode. And this mode is my baby. I buy these games for universe mode. Um, sadly, it was broken in 2K20. So I'm thankful it has been fixed this year and actually works. Uh, Andy, before we get into this, I'm going to admit something pretty fucking geeky to you right now. Okay. Um, which not many people know about about me. And for some reason, I'm deciding to tell it here. Um, so with the wrestling games, uh, I play universe mode, and that's my main thing. I have my own kind of federation that uh, has a history, uh, title lineage, pay-per-view history, stats, and these are all on spreadsheets on my laptop, and they go back to about WWE 12. So about 10 years of history there in my own little booking thing. Because um, I put my own feuds, I jot down story ideas, I you know play them out across the the pay per views and the weekly shows, um, and yes, I have inserted myself into this fantasy world of wrestling where I'm a multi time world champion. <laughs> you fucking Mary Sue! <laughs> <laughs> Give me that shovel. I'm going to Triple H him. I I, uh, I, I think that's kind of cool. Or did someone join us? At this point in the recording, Bash burst into the Discord chat and called us both dickheads. We now return to the episode in the immediate aftermath. Well, I was gonna say, before we were weirdly interrupted, I think it I think that's kinda cool. Like Thank I used to you. do stuff like that and then I just I kind of I think the later universe modes it got a lot harder for me to book because some of yeah. there's just a lot of issues with how it generated matches and it would refuse to book Money in the Bank briefcase winners and many like what Royal Rumble winners not getting mania feuds stuff like that. It got very frustrating. Yeah, but yeah, I, I can I do think that's kind of cool that you just kept track of everything yourself rather than relying on the games. Yeah, I just used to book everything myself. Like uh, I'd have like a minor show where I'd let the computer play it out to see if anything like interesting would happen. Never does. Yeah. Uh, like this year, you get the same just two or three cutscenes over and over again. Um, which is kind of frustrating, but yeah, I just go back to booking it all myself and doing it my way, yeah. um, and that's how I get that's how I get 504 hours out of crappy games. So yes. God knows what I'm going to get out of this. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. But uh, yeah, that's that's how I enjoy the game. And then you can bring in, you know, like your own creations. Like I say, I've got myself in there, and you can do, you know, all your custom pay reviews and stuff like that. Like it's just a real kind of nice sandbox to play in uh, for a wrestling fan. When once GM mode left the games, I really really got into universe mode uh it's always had issues like it's never been perfect mm. i never even touched it on 2k20 but it didn't work it, <laughs> it didn't work shocker it, it would break this universe mode's like a big improvement like the way it's implemented the money in the bank briefcases feels like like it works like the ability mm-hmm. to I, I feel like i can cash in like at any point in a match or like announce to cash in whatever however i want to play the cash in feels yeah. like it works and it fits 
how I want that story to play out. I haven't got to the Royal Rumble yet on my universe mode. Because I spent a lot of time on my uh, my Rise and GM mode before I got yeah. to universe mode. Because I've played so much universe mode in the past. Whereas I haven't played a GM mode in a long time. And I mostly tune out of the story mods. Especially 2K20. <laughs> So, like, but I'm really enjoying Universe Mode. It does feel like a big step up from how it's been in the past, especially recently. I mean, for me, it works, which is the most important thing. Like, I wouldn't trust it to play out itself. Yeah. But, you know, in the last game, if you try and edit match cards <clears throat> and you come to play them, they it would just change. And then matches would disappear, titles yeah. wouldn't be on the line, and it would just not work at all. So at least this is helpful for me because I can keep track of things a lot easier the yeah. way I'm booking things. So, uh, yeah, yeah, big thumbs up for Universe Mode this year. And hopefully, one thing I do want is I want them to keep improving it because it feels like a mode that is just there and they don't, their 2K aren't necessarily that keen on improving too much, but hopefully I'll be wrong. Yeah, it's it's been stagnating for a long time, that mode, but I do feel like they've made a lot of nice fixes here and they've just got to keep going with that, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, you touched upon it as well, and the final mode we have is GM Mode. And this is something that the fans have been clamoring for since it was removed from the franchise however many years ago. And the cynical part of my brain wants to say that 2K only put it back in as a way of kind of sucking up to the fans because of all the bad press they got with 2K20. <laughs> I'll take um, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How have you been enjoying it, Andy? Oh, I'm a big fan. Like, I'm really okay. enjoying it. Um, it's not as comprehensive as the SmackDown versus Raw versions, but I think it's a lot more balanced. Like The rosters in the classic GM modes, they're about the same size as what you get in in 2k22 but they had a lot more title belts and match types to keep track of it got very messy because you'd spend so much time focusing on your main event scene and then you have like four other belts to manage it with a, a very small like roster it just turned it all mess and like your tag belts or your cruiserweight division would start getting overlooked because you just didn't have enough people to use this gm mode gives you like just two belts to manage which i'm happy with because i do feel, think wrestling's got too many fucking belts in the first place so just having two belts to worry about that meant i had two main event scenes to think about and that meant the mid card scene could be a lot healthier i could like come up with lots more feuds and storylines that didn't focus on a belt like i could like switch people around move someone from the mid card to the main event scene it felt a lot more fluid which hasn't wasn't the case I, I went to revisit the smackdown versus raw gm mods and i do like how detailed they are but they get a bit too detailed and you get bogged down and you just can't you can't just enjoy the, the fun of just booking a pay-per-view it gets really fiddly uh, i did i do miss in this mod that you don't have as many options for match types mm -hmm. i feel like they could add a lot more stuff i'd like to have triple threats at some point because yeah. you have a big roster that doesn't always get used and the only way you can get like four men in a match is a tag match which doesn't really it you can't do that you can't do anything with the like the world title with a tag match so i'd like to have like triple threats fatal four ways stuff like that but so far i'm i am really enjoying it and i do like the addition of power cards i think that'd be really fun when you're playing like a multiplayer with someone else like just totally fuck them over so you can't use your champion this week stuff like that <laughs> i really i really like the it's not like necessarily realistic but i kind of view it like politicking especially if you're uh playing as like a mcmahon <laughs> 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 it feels like it feels kind of natural to kind of screw over your competition to go to your dad and say hey we want these three people not to be on the card next week 
So I, I do quite like the uh, power cards, and I look forward that's to using it. them on you in the future. Yes, yeah, that's definitely going to happen, and I will get very upset about it. Um, it's interesting because I think all the things you kind of mentioned is a lot of it's kind of stuff I'm a bit critical of. So, um, but I, I like the way you've put it. So I haven't put a lot of time into GM mode. I play kind of one run of it, you know, like from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, and I was excited when they announced it, but um, with everything with the pre-release and the last game, like I said, Cynical Side of the Brain was like, oh, you know, what's it going to be like? And everything pre-released, it, it kind of looked a bit like a mobile game to me that was just kind of tagged on for this kind of, you know, support that 2K wanted. Yeah. Um, I do find it a bit limited, but I think what it is with me is because my brain is so focused on the universe mode side of things and that kind of long-term booking and you know booking of entire cards and titles and that sort of thing yeah so it feels a bit limited for me in that kind of regard um hopefully it's something that they stick with and improve as the game you know the games come out further down the line um but yeah it, it just didn't hold interest for me um and i think i will get more out of it when i do play with you and you know anyone else who wants to play yeah. because i feel like that's going to be more fun like you say trying to dick each other over with the power cards and watching the ratings go up and down doing the drafts and that sort of thing so i think for me it's going to be more fun with friends but as a solo experience i find it not so fun yeah the thing thing with the solo experience like i get to a certain point where i'm just so good at it like i'm just clowning the competition every week whereas i feel like with somebody else playing you you're gonna get screwed over more and they're gonna have <laughs> they're gonna be able to come at you with like their own like style and expertise and it might be a bit more competitive it won't be so much yeah. like uh wcw fucking up uh wwe for like 80 weeks or something <laughs> well now i just feel like i need to play it more to practice for when we do eventually play it <laughs> it's pretty easy to grasp thankfully it's like just yeah. use all your most popular people, mix up the matches, don't overdo feuds until you get to a pay-per-view where you can blow off the feud. It's pretty... like Once I got the grasp of the basics, it was pretty easy to win every week. Well, maybe that is something we could stream sometime on the 1UP Pod Twitch account, which is uh, twitch.tv slash 1UP Pods, I think? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, there we go. Nice little plug that sort of worked. Brilliant. Nice. <laughs> Okay, well, that's pretty much 2K22 in a nutshell. Um, so what are we kind of hoping for in, you know, as we go forwards with WWE games? Because obviously there were rumours that 2K were going to lose the licence to EA. That was, uh, you know, not long just after the game came out. But it does seem like, I think they have confirmed that they've signed back up with 2K, right? Yeah, they have. Yeah, they renewed yeah, the deal. Yeah. So we're still with 2K. They seem to be getting games that work. Obviously, with 2K22, they had a longer development cycle. So it's going to be interesting if they go back to yearly releases and try and release them around the same time again. But hopefully that base is enough to keep them going with good games. But yeah. what would we like to see going forwards with these games? I, I will just say I'm very glad that um, they got the contract renewal. Like, I know a lot of wrestling fans were wanting to see them lose it because they were mad about a whole bunch of stuff that's beyond 2K's control. <laughs> like the the roster not being up to date and stuff like that. How are you supposed to fucking work when WWE fires everybody oh, all the that's time? that's impossible. Yeah. That is impossible. So I just think like those people don't, don't know how lucky they've got it that they don't have EA. It would be oh, even worse. Oh, the dread I felt when I saw that rumour. Yeah, it was... You'd have like every every wrestler's finisher trapped behind a paywall and stuff like that. It'd be fucking nightmare. But uh, for my 
I think for my hopes for the future, just build off what they've done so far. I think they've got a really strong base here. The engine's good. The combat system works. They've got all the right mods that, um, other than my faction, I don't know how they could improve that because I'm not going to play it. <laughs> do what you like of it. <laughs> but like expand on GM mode, refine universe mode, do something like maybe do. I don't know how you fix my rise mode because I really enjoy my rise mode, but maybe just add a bit more expand on it really give more storylines and yeah, like dialogue options, options maybe so you can go off and branch in directions maybe oh that's one thing yeah they sh- i would really like them to see them bring back uh what's it called a uh, creator story mode like yes just like give you a total freedom to like write your own storylines promos things like that just really get and let us have fun with the the booker mentality sort of thing mm-hmm and also create a finisher mode. Like I've, I'm missing that a lot. I, I feel <laughs> you put like ten layers into it, and there's like all these different setups. Yeah, it's I, I had a lot of fun creating like moves, and I feel like the combat system for two K twenty two is smooth enough where you could sync together all these different moves, and it would look good. Unlike in the past, where it's been a bit janky and a bit weird and a bit jarring. <laughs> I think I think the base here is so strong they could do something really good with the next game. And it probably will be 2K23 because they've got the assets in place, the engine's strong for now. It's just a case of they're going to have to freshen it up a lot quicker than leaving it five years before they improve the engine and stuff like that. They're going to have mm-hmm. to like make an effort a lot more frequently. Yeah, I'm much the same as well. I just want them to keep making improvements. Don't rush development if they can. Like If they had to do the game every 18 months, like I would be absolutely fine with that. You know, just give them that time to make sure the game doesn't break again. Yeah. Keep adding things rather than taking them away. Like we see that sometimes where, you know, yeah. there'll be features or wrestlers that for whatever reason aren't there. It's like this year they had the special NWO edition, which cost about 20 quid more than the Oof, yeah. uh, ultimate edition, which was the second tier. Um, and for that, you basically get four characters that were already in last year's game, but it costs you that extra 20 quid. So if they can get away from shitty practices like that, that would be really good. And they're all in the um, game anyway. Like they just don't have the yeah. NWO skins. Like I yeah, you, I mean, it's like you got uh, Nash and Hall, but they don't have the NWO theme like they did last year. You yeah. literally have to pay to get that theme into yeah. the game again. So you know, away from shitty practices like that. I mean, we did an episode all about like DLC and stuff like that. So if you want to hear more of our thoughts on those kind of things, you should go and listen to that. It's on our podcast feed. I'd love for something like War Games to make an appearance because yeah. I don't believe that's ever been in a wrestling game. Nope. No. Nope. So I I would love that. I would and you know as long as it works because you know improve the fucking ladder matches as well because they suck (laughs) um and yeah uh more dynamic kind of story stuff to universe mode my rise that would make it really fun add to that replay value as well um and make it a lot more like here comes the pain that would be great yes just make it like here comes the pain (laughs) just make remake here comes the pain i would love that don't even update the roster just give us that i'm happy (laughs) fine okay yeah give me sean o'hare absolutely Well, we come to our final thoughts on the game now. Um, Andy, what are your final thoughts on 2K22? 2K20 was the franchise hitting rock bottom, so to speak. There was a lot riding on 2K22 to deliver, and I do think they made like a, a resounding comeback on this. Like, I, I'm very impressed with what they've done. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a stone-cold 8 out of 10. <laughs> it's, it's quite possibly the most I've enjoyed playing a WWE game since the PS2 days. Like the physical, oh, wow. the, the the sheer the sheer gameplay of it. Like I think it's the most I've enjoyed it since they've moved away yeah. from the 
more arcadey style to the simulation style this is the best iteration of the simulation style that i've seen so far yeah i'd echo a lot of that as well it's a huge improvement on the previous entry because it works um and T- uh, 2k really needed that um so i'd say you know if something like here comes the pain was roman reigns then i think wwe 2k22 is a is a bronze breaker you know there's <laughs> a lot of potential there it's it's very good already but it can definitely definitely improve and probably has a mad fucking uncle as well um, so i'd give it a seven and a half out of ten because i do think a lot of the stuff is that it's not 2k20 as good as it is um there's a lot of room to improve so it's yeah. a seven and a half out of ten from me not bad Well, you've heard us talk about WWE 2K22, but we want to hear your thoughts. Come and tell us um, on the social medias where we are at 1UpPod. That's 1UPPOD mm-hmm. on all the social medias. Come and say hello to us there. Uh, I am at the Chip Thompson on Twitter and Chip Thompson's Thumbs on Twitch. Uh, Andy, where can they come and cut a promo on you? I'm at Twitter at truly underscore defective. Uh, don't come for me on Instagram. I don't use it. And I'm also on private, so... <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> and most importantly of all, don't forget that I've got the largest pythons in the world, brother. Wait, hang on. That's not it. That's not how we sign off. <clears throat> Should be. To beat the man. Woo! You've got to... No, no. <laughs> hang on. That's not it either. <sighs> Talk about John 316. Well, Austin 3... No, no. Wait, this is it. Don't forget to get a life and play video games. <laughs>